Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Career Codex podcast. My name is Simon Gray and as uh, host of the show, it's great to be back once again. And uh, this week I'm talking about something all of us tend to do and if possible, uh, the thing many of us would like to try and brush under the carpet unnoticed if we could uh, if we could get away with it. But uh, let's be honest, while we sometimes try and hide the fact, we all make mistakes from time to time. And uh, if I'm honest with myself, I used to fear making them, uh, making a dreaded mistake, and uh, would go out of my way to prevent uh, them from happening, to prevent myself from making mistakes. But uh, as we all, we're all human, you know, running from the inevitable can never be a winning proposition. And uh, in fact, uh, sometimes I think the more you try and uh, avert uh, mistakes, the more you tend to make or you procrastinate. So you don't actually get stuff done that you need to get done. So uh, recognizing that we're all human and uh, that making mistakes is part of our DNA, I think, is an important thing. And uh, I now embrace making mistakes for two reasons. Firstly, they show me I'm trying hard and pushing boundaries, which is essential to achieving success in any aspect of life. And secondly, they're a catalyst to grow and develop. And uh, what I tend to do now, I only make them once, and I always make sure that I learn from the experience. So the reason for discussing this topic today, why I'm discussing mistakes, is uh, that I was reminded of another magical power of mistakes on a family trip to Windsor last weekend. And uh, this is a story that I'm going to share with you now. Now, I've got two young children, so uh, if you've got children, you can probably, uh, you can probably uh, appreciate what I'm about to say, that planning a trip away, even for a few days, is no mean feat. And uh, in fact, it's more of a military operation requiring precision precision planning and then diligent execution of said plan and uh, after doing extensive research on the internet uh, my wife and I we picked a nice hotel in close proximity to Legoland for the children and Windsor Castle for for the parents for us Um, and uh, the first day went without hitch because uh, we visited Legoland we had two tired children who'd run around the extensive complex all day and uh, this served to ensure that we had a relaxing and enjoyable dinner in the evening. However, the following day, uh, we visited Windsor Castle, and uh, this is, a, a, of course, a, a stately home. Uh, a lot of walking around, but not a lot of uh, opportunity for the children to run around. And uh, my two terrors returned to the hotel with a bucket load of energy that needed burning off before dinner. So uh, my wife and I decided we'd sit down, uh, we'd have a drink, and uh, we watched the kids, uh, our two boys, on the children's play area. And uh, we did this for about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then we called them over because uh, it was time for dinner. And we noticed that on their clothes, shoes, and even in their hair was yellow paint. And uh, I went to look at the uh, the play area and realized that on closer inspection that uh, the paint on the climbing frame was actually wet. Now, my wife was quite angry. Uh, new clothes and yellow paint don't mix very well at all. And uh, we visited the front desk to complain. I have to say that the manager made himself available immediately and explained that the uh, the play area had been painted only a few days before. They'd obviously made the assumption that the paint had dried, but clearly it hadn't. And uh, he promised he would put things right and suggested we have a drink while he investigated the situation further. True to his word, he found us in the bar a few minutes later. And uh, given the fact that cleaning the clothes was out of the question because we were leaving the next day, he offered us complimentary dinner and drinks in the restaurant that evening, which uh, which was good, which was good. It went some way to put things uh, to put things right. And I think the hotel, um, they'd realized that they made a mistake. And while they couldn't rectify the situation, uh, they'd offered to, put, offered to put things right in a different way. And uh, we had a lovely uh, meal that evening. Uh, I guess it tasted all the better for being free. And uh, I have to say that the staff were very attentive and went uh, above and beyond uh, 
to make sure that we had a fantastic experience, which we did. So despite the catalyst being a mistake the hotel had made, I've uh, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, depending on your point of view, since found myself singing the praises of the staff and how they put the situation right to anyone who'll listen. And uh, I'm even talking about this on this podcast and uh, in the blog post and video that I'll record shortly uh, this week, which I'll communicate out to uh, to my subscriber list. And um, as well as singing the praises uh, through these various uh, mediums, I've also left a five-star review on TripAdvisor. Now, the question is, would I have talked so much about our weekend and left a positive review if the hotel hadn't first made and then rectified their mistake? And uh, the irony is that uh, I probably wouldn't have. And this is the magical power of making mistakes. When you make them by acknowledging the situation and going out of your way to put things right, it's actually possible to generate more goodwill than if things had gone right from the off. So this is a a podcast about uh, careers and employability, uh, job search strategy. So what does all this have to do with, uh, with job search? and the Career Codex methodology for job search success? Well, it's a good question. And uh, the answer is that interviews are generally part of any recruitment process. And coming face-to-face with an employer can be a stressful situation, particularly if you're not prepared and don't have a strategy to navigate this part of an employer's decision-making process properly. And uh, I was talking to one of my uh, one-to-one clients this week about uh, interview technique, uh, and he asked me, you know, what do you do if your mind goes blank? What do you do if you if you mess up the answer to a question? And uh, this this can be a, a common situation. No matter how well you're prepared, sometimes you can't think of an answer. Uh, and sometimes you'll start an answer to a question then and get partway through and realize that you're waffling uh, or perhaps realize that you could have given a better example to demonstrate your skills and abilities in a particular area. So the trick here is not to hide, but instead to acknowledge your mistake. You know, either your mind going blank or the fact that you've not answered the question in the best possible way. Acknowledge it. And uh, here's a couple of things that you can try. So if your mind goes blank, try something like this. I'm sorry, but I'm struggling to come up with the right example for you at the moment. Do you mind if we come back to this question towards the end of the interview, please? Now, this communicates honesty to the employer and shows you're not one to shoot from the hip unless you're sure, you're sure of your message. It also give you, gives your subconscious mind the time and opportunity to come up with a far better answer than if you'd initially gone with your knee-jerk uh, reaction, your knee-jerk um, comment or response to the question. And then the other thing you can try, this is for when you're partway through your answer and realise you could have done a lot better, You know, try something like this. I'm sorry, I realise that this answer is not the best one I could give to demonstrate my skills and experience in this area. If it's okay with you, I'll start again. Now, this communicates decisiveness to the employer and brings their attention, which may have lapsed, particularly if you started to waffle, firmly back to you. It shows you're in control and the fact that you're prepared to acknowledge your mistake builds trust and rapport. And I think that's a very important point. You know, we all know we're not perfect. And if we acknowledge our mistakes in front of others, um, we uh, we show them that we're open. You know, it builds trust and rapport with that individual who know who they know that they make mistakes as well. And by acknowledging your mistakes first, um, I think it, uh, it definitely builds trust and rapport, certainly in my experience. So if you've never tried this strategy in an interview environment and ploughed on instead, I'd uh, I'd encourage you, having listened to this, uh, to give this uh, approach a go next time. And uh, just as my experience with a hotel, it can leave a lasting impression in the interview environment that goes much further to impress an employer 
um, at, uh, at an interview stage than if you'd actually given a word perfect answer from the start, from start to finish uh, throughout the whole of the interview. So uh, fairly short, uh, fairly short podcast this week. I hope you found that useful. Uh, if you've had a similar experience or used a similar strategy at interview, uh, please feel free to share your comments with me at careercodex.com. You'll find the blog post there uh, with an ability to comment or directly on LinkedIn where you'll find a blog post on this topic there as well. And uh, if you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, I'd be very happy to do so. My username is Simon Gray, A-C-A. That's Gray with an A-G-R-A-Y. And uh, while you're there, please send me a message and let me know what you thought of uh, of today's uh, today's podcast. So uh, that's it for this episode. And uh, until next time, take care and I'll talk to you very soon.